It's hard to imagine a better way to end the month of March than with Marvel and Disney Plus's newest series, Moon Knight, premiering on March 30th. As part of the Cosmic Circus Writers preview last week, I got a sneak peek at the first four episodes with my colleagues Brian Kitson and Anthony Flagg. The Marvel series starring Oscar Isaac has pleased all three of us so far, to say the least. First thoughts on Twitter had Moon Knight It's one of the strongest beginning episodes in any Marvel series, as I've stated. Stephen Grant, a vulnerable employee at a gift shop, has a mystery surrounding his memory, mental health, and waking nightmares. We are immediately immersed in Grant's world. After a terrifying-looking creature appears to be stalking Stephen, he gets in the way of Arthur Harrow's plans. This all goes from bad to worse. To sum up his portrayal as Arthur Harrow, the actor Ethan Hawke has an uncanny ability to make you feel at ease while simultaneously making you feel terrified. This figure raises some intriguing concerns concerning the best way to deal with the world's evil. As the novel progresses, I expect there will be more discussion on the pros and cons of allowing individuals to make their own decisions about their behavior versus making those decisions for them. This part reminds me a lot of the Eternals' explorations of comparable ideas. In reality, Harrow's past and motivation for his goals were revealed over the course of the four episodes I previewed, much like Richard Madden's Icarus. Greater than view this post on Instagram. Greater than. Greater than. Greater than. Greater than. Greater than a post shared by Brittany, sparkling heart, purple heart, blue heart, at Captain underscore Brit. In this series, Oscar Isaac has played numerous characters, all of which he has performed admirably. Stephen Grant and Mark Spector are the two primary personas we see from him in the first four episodes, and they could not be more dissimilar. Despite Conchu's protestations, Stephen Grant has become one of my new favorite Marvel characters. I predict he'll be a big hit with the audience because of how adorable he is. He had a distinct story arc that seemed distinct from Mark's, and that was something I was very happy to watch develop across the episodes. Going future, I'd like to see more of this character. The lack of Mark versus Steven in the first two episodes may come as a surprise to some, but this is all part of the story's setup, so don't fret, Mark Spector fans. There will also be an appearance by the Moon Knight. Be patient, it will all work out in the end. He's on his way. Read more. Queen Elizabeth is in attendance at Westminster Abbey for Prince Philip's memorial. I was out of line and I was wrong, will Smith apologize Chris Rock after the Oscars slap. See Kate Beckinsale looks stunning in a sheer dress. We've grown to expect Marvel to deliver high-quality action sequences and battles. Depending on who was performing the fighting, certain action sequences had a wonderful blend of physicality and comedy. This is another another reason why Oscar Isaac is deserving of acclaim, coupled with his equally impressive portrayal of a third personality, which occurs at a point I won't reveal here. Nonetheless, it's a fantastic piece of work. When you hear it, you'll know it's right. Until we learn more about Layla and see her bravery, sadness and resilience, make Kalamui as Layla doesn't seem nearly as impressive. However, there are some signs that all may not be as it appears with Layla, and this intrigues me much. I'm interested to see whether she has anything else to hide from Mark and Stephen and the rest of us. At several points, Layla's character in the third and fourth episodes reminded me of Rachel Weiss from The Mummy. It's not by chance that there are parts of the film that have an Indiana Jones or The Mummy vibe to them. Slowly revealed in the fourth episode, there's even a oh. I know what that means. From certain ancient history geeks, such as me. 
Hopefully, the series will keep exploring ancient history if it is renewed for a third season. It's an intriguing topic with a lot of potential for exciting stories. F. Murray Abraham is the raucous, insulting, bratty, screaming Khonshu is a fantastic voice casting decision, but he is surely not the last. Despite his strange and at times terrifying appearance, he's done an excellent job. As we discover more about Khonshu's intentions and history, he becomes an intriguing figure. Similarly, I was glad to see that Stephen appears to be on a character journey of his own in the series. It's more than simply a novelty CGI figure that serves a limited purpose. As a whole, I found these first four episodes to be a lot of fun and kept me guessing. I can't wait to revisit the episodes to see if I missed anything, and I'm eager to see what happens in the following few episodes. There is no question that WandaVision's mind-bogglingness has been surpassed by the fourth episode of this series, and that is something I am certain of. Toward the end of this episode, there is a what the hell just happened? Moment, which I can't wait to see everyone's responses to. A huge cliffhanger and ramifications for Mark and Steven's universe are set up in this episode as well, and I'm sure that once it airs, fans will go crazy with their speculations. A few minutes after their grueling double overtime win over NC State, the UConn women's basketball team congratulated Dorky Yuhas at midcourt for leading them to victory. Yuhas shed tears and smiled with her colleagues while wearing a sling on her damaged left arm. Her postgame celebration was centered around her, and she was hugged and a Final Four cap was placed on her head. Yuhas's fall to the court earlier in the night left the players noticeably unnerved. She slammed into her left arm, resulting in a horrific cut. At the Total Mortgage Arena, the audience remained eerily quiet. As her colleagues comforted her and called for a trainer, Yuhas writhed in anguish on the ground. Evana Westbrook, a senior who was the last to leave the field, sat with her teammates, tears streaming down her cheeks. Gino Arima, UConn's head coach, remarked that his players were shocked. In a way, it reminded me of something I'd seen many times before on television. Moreover, they were able to have a first-hand look of it. They did, despite my protests. As a result, they were visibly disturbed. It was evident in their expressions. She reported the fracture and dislocation of her ankle as fracture and dislocation. Yuhas fell down with 6-19 remaining in the first half, giving UConn a 25-18 lead over NC State. Assisted off the floor, she proceeded to the locker room in obvious discomfort. Yuhas returned to the bench in the third quarter, when UConn led 34-28 at halftime. Paige Bookers led the Huskies to victory with 27 points, including 8 in the second overtime period. The Huskies are heading to the Final Four for the 14th time in a row. But Yuhas, an Ohio State graduate transfer, will not be taking the field. Must read. St. Peter's falls to UNC, ending historic March Madness run. Vintage Villanova? Maybe not. Does it matter? UCLA men's basketball falls to North Carolina, Caleb Love in Sweet 16. Duke and Texas Tech are two such schools. Preparing for a Sweet 16 showdown? Sunday Sweet 16 triumph over Indiana saw Yuhas play just three minutes, but she was immediately engaged and productive on Monday. With her on the court, UConn was a plus five, with two points and two rebounds in three minutes. The, three, minutes that she got in there tonight, she was the greatest impact in the game, Orima said. Each time she was on the field, she had a significant influence on both the defense and the offense. As a result, the kids' visit here was motivated by that fact alone. 
Before Monday, Juhas had a double-double of 7.5 points and 5.8 rebounds in 31 games, all of which he started. When it comes to her work ethic, Orima is a favorite among the rest of the crew. It's also her first time in the NCAA tournament. Kristen Williams, a senior, said, It's always sad to see a teammate go down like that, especially in the midst of the game. When we were all together as a team for the first time, coach essentially told us that winning the game was the best thing we could do for her. For the rest of the game, I'm guessing that was our thinking. The post-game reunion with her was wonderful. That was sad, but we just embraced her and assured her that we would always have her back. We were simply so happy that we were able to bring this victory to her. UConn's season has been marred by a slew of illnesses and injuries. Only two of the team's 12 players, Russell Westbrook and Aaliyah Edwards, have participated in every game, missing at least two. As a result, this group is well-versed in dealing with difficulties. For this game and anything like it to happen, I think the way our season has gone all year, we were prepared, Williams said. There have been many injuries this season, so we've become adept at filling in and dealing with the consequences when they arise. That's exactly what occurred this afternoon. It's true, we always come up with a solution. We understood that we were made for this moment, said freshman Ozzy Fudd. As a team, we went through a lot this season in order to be prepared for this, and I think that's what we did, we simply stuck together and retained our composure. As a Hungarian citizen, Juhas can return for the upcoming season. According to Arima, she informed him she planned to return. Her loss will be felt in the near future. There will be less time on the bench for UConn when they face reigning national champion Stanford on Friday night. When Orima's team lost to Arizona in last year's national semifinal, he saw Juhas as the answer. When he saw Dorka train for a long period, he added, I said she may be the difference that takes us over that hill from last year, where we needed one more big body to accomplish some things, he said, via the AP. She will not get the opportunity to accomplish that, sadly. Orima and Yukon should take advantage of their good fortune, even if it means losing a player for the rest of the season. Even though they were missing a key cog in their lineup, the team's journey to the Final Four was all the more satisfying without him. To which Orima said, All this is fine and dandy. But all these shiny moments, one shiny moment, well, one shining moment that ain't shining in your season is done. For this reason, you must recognize and cherish the fragile nature of everything around you. These victories don't matter to me. These are still the same as before.